Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And yesterday, another tenant delay seems so far away. But here we are today, delayed again, since yesterday. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, he's been on a bit of a Beatles kick since last week. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I definitely wrote this song, and I feel fine. You've, okay. You've definitely been singing Beatles songs nonstop since last week. Not sure who the Beatles are. Uh, you're being crazy. I think you need some help. Not just anybody. Maybe a little help from my friends. Do you really think I don't notice what you're doing? Relax. We need to come together and get started on this episode. Okay, so you're going to stop? So we can just start the episode? Yeah. I say we go, go, go. (sighs) Alright, fuck it. I'm out. Alright, goodbye. I don't know why you say goodbye. I say hello. But I'll let it be. Oh, will you? Let it be. Whisper words of wisdom. Let it be. You're ridiculous. But if you're quite finished, we should probably get into the news. That's what I thought I would, was already doing. Oh, did you? I thought we were already doing the news. Yeah, well, I didn't hear you talking about As it. I established, Tenet has been delayed indefinitely. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I thought my choice of words were very clear on that. You're right. You did indicate that. I was saying it ever since yesterday. Okay. (laughs) So, if you remember, August 17th was going to be the new release date Mm -hmm. after it's already been delayed a few times. Yeah. Uh, And now it seems that Warner Brothers has left it off of their calendar releases. Okay. I mean, that's big news. Yep. Uh, Chairman Toby Emmerich suggested that the global launch could be abandoned for smaller markets as the pandemic eases in countries. Uh, okay, so like regional releasing type situation? Basically. Okay. Instead of being everyone gets it on this date, it's you get it on this date. You get it on that yeah. date. So like Oprah in moderation. Yeah, it's like okay. a divorce. <laughs> like the world's on in a divorce. Yeah. And they have to uh, share and allocate the dates that they can watch the movie. Got it. Like a timeshare. Yeah. Uh, His exact quote was, we will share a new 2020 release date eminently for Tenet. We are not treating Tenet like a traditional global date and date release. And our upcoming marketing and distribution plans will reflect that. Okay. Quite a 180 since the, uh, (laughs) we are so dedicated to getting this movie released globally that we're going to sucker in Fortnite to do our bidding. Yeah. That's a very big change, I agree. Who knows? Maybe they'll have their release of the film in Fortnite at this point. Yeah. It's funny that this news happened because I think one of the first news things we found for this week's article was like, China says Tenet was too long for theaters. And then it was like, okay, I guess. How long is it? I don't know. (laughs) It can't be longer than Endgame, right? It must be. If and I'm crying, sure they didn't have a problem with that movie. I wonder if it's re- it might be related to they want people in the theaters for less time because of the potential exposure. I don't know. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious the runtime, so I'm going to have to look that up later. Okay, yeah. 
we'll fact fact check that. Just like somebody needs to fact check Tom Holland <laughs> and his social media yeah. postings. Yeah, he's uh he's posting some fake news. Yeah. He's posting some <laughs> fake fucking news. <laughs> Tell me all about it. He's trolling the world. <laughs> one country at a time. Yep. Uh, so he posted day one referring to playing Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie and that the official production had started on the the filming. Yeah, it was like a picture of his chair, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. it was like the, you know, yeah. Yeah. The, that thing. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> the chair, yeah. Not the director's chair. The actor's chair. Right. But shortly after, a Sony representative has now confirmed to IGN, which is the source of our story, uh, that the production on the Uncharted movie has not started yet, but preparations are underway and they're hoping to start soon. Okay. So he's a big fat liar, I guess. Yep. He's a big fat phony. Yeah, his pants are on fire. Yeah. Looking like a fool with his pants on fire on the ground. Uh, the runtime for Tenet is two hours and 31 minutes. Okay. I thought that was the same time as yeah, it's Avengers not, Endgame. It's not by any means the longest uh, Christopher Maybe Nolan film. Maybe even shorter, actually. But the rules are because of the current situation. They are not allowing mm. movies longer than two hours. Okay. Because I mean, want... what does it matter, though? Because if you think about it, they want if to... they're separating by seats anyways, then it doesn't matter how long you're in a spot. Yeah, they just want... The government in China wants to limit the amount of time audiences spend in theaters. So they chose an arbitrary two-hour number. Gotcha. Which is, to be fair, incorporates almost all movies. <laughs> and actually, if you think about it, too, the longer a movie is, the less times you can play that movie in a day, which means less people are showing up to that theater. Less people cycling. Exactly. Yeah, true. So really... It's only helping out. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out it doesn't matter, though, because they were like, never mind. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure they have a just cause for their actions. Yeah. Much like Square Enix and making a just cause film. Yeah. <laughs> a adaptation from the video game franchise, and they found the director that they're going to use for this film. Who is it? Michael Douse. He's known for Stuber. Okay. So So it's gonna be funny then, potentially. Yeah. Okay. I mean but I mean the director doesn't really make the comedy of a movie, right? He just True, but he there you can do subtle things that make things like you re, you can read into them as like funny little side notes gotcha. through directorial stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean Either way. Yeah. It, I liked Stuber, yeah. so yeah. I yeah. guess that's a promising hire yes. for the directing. Definitely. At least for now. Uh, and the film apparently will follow the blueprint as Rico Rodriguez, which is the main character, I believe, uh, is on a race against time mission to stop the mercenary group, the Black Hand. That sounds like something out of Ninja Turtles. That's the foot. Get your goddamn <laughs> limbs together, okay? Whatever. Get your fucking limbs in order. I feel like there's a villain called the Black Hand. I thought you were going to go for like an Avengers thing because it's the Black Order. No, there. I swear to God, there's something. That's, I think that's what they're called, right? The children of... 
Thanos are called the Black Order? Uh, sure. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. I mean, I believe you. If we're both wrong, write <laughs> in to dtfpod at gmail.com and tell I, us that we're fucking idiots. I just feel like the Black Hand is some kind of evil group in another franchise as well. That's all I'm saying. It's a very generic thing. Actually, did Daredevil have the Black Hand? That's what I was... I feel like it's a comic book type thing. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They're like the Red Hand or something. Oh, okay. Typical... No, it's like a... A it's a very name. generic name. It, is, it yeah. does feel like it could be in anything. Apparently, it's just slang for extortion. So. Okay. <laughs> cool. Slang. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway. Sorry. Sorry for my interruption. It's fine. Hopefully, Rico Rodriguez can get past you and the black hand causing. Yeah. Causing problems. Apparently, the film will also have a female code lead giving the Just Cause film a Romancing the Stone vibe. Okay. This was reported by Deadline. Okay. I mean, we don't often have movies that don't have a romantic bullshit going yeah, on right? in it, so I don't know who's surprised here. Yeah. Well, as soon as I read Female Coley, I'm like, oh, love interest? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. <laughs> when I saw that this was getting a movie... Based on the video game, I was like, so they're just gonna make a movie of some guy going around and blowing shit up. Yeah, because that's what I thought the video so game was about. So it's gonna be like Twister. Because <laughs> <laughs> on I, purpose, I've never played these games, <laughs> but every trailer I see, it's like tornadoes. Okay, yeah. are like everywhere, and he's right. like using his parachute thing through tornadoes. Yeah. And, and shooting guys. Yeah, it's basically Uncharted with the weather gotcha. being a third contestant. Okay, contestant. <laughs> In the video. In the game show. There we go. That's the word. Global weather. Come on down. <laughs> yeah, I had. I literally don't know anything about these games. Clearly based on this explanation. Yeah, I, I think we have one of them through either Game Pass or just it was a free game. At yeah, we have point. number two, I think, through Game Pass. Uh, they had like four. No. I feel it's oh, it's, it's a current gen game. Fair enough. I literally was thinking there was only two of them, but maybe you're it's right. Three? I think it is four. It's three or four, one of the two. Because I think the guy that's on the cover reminds me of Nathan Drake. Yeah, okay. they're very similar it's, looking. It's four then. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> anyway, I think Clint plays this game. I think he. he it, it's like a sandbox kind of. Whenever thing we saw the trailer for this game, we were yeah. like, Clint's gonna want this. I feel like we played maybe. A demo or something, or saw something at E3 as well. But, anyways, it's one of those franchises like I'm interested, but I've never actually played it. Yeah. The Black Hand is a supervillain common to the Green Lantern. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, his real name is William Hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he looks dead. Uh,. But I also am like, is it, is it just like necrotic tissue? Is it just like his hand is literally like about to fall off? Like is situation? it just his hand I that's think black and everything else is like? I, I mean. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and Google it, everyone. <laughs> he's there for fucking business. Yeah. You think he's like, like a distant cousin of the black mask? That's possible. His hand is the master at black belt. Yeah, just his hand, though. Yeah. <laughs> his hand, like, doing this on the table, like, kicking people. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do if I had a black hand. Right. 
so, you're probably like, we're pretty much done with our video game adaptations, right? Yeah, right. Well, you are wrong. Oh. You idiot. There is a third one. <laughs> there and is. And it's called Dragon's Dogma. Oh, that's a game? Okay. Yeah, cool. it's an older game. I, okay. I think it was like 360 PS3. Okay. If I'm correct. Got it. I think it's one of those kind of really hard, challenging, like, Demon Souls. Got it. Bloodborne kind of games, if I'm correct. I think it was like one of the early mm-hmm. forms of that kind of game. Where you lose all your progress and shit. Yeah, like where oh, you just, that. it's like, waste my time, the video Those game. Those are literally not games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where is this one coming? Uh, this is going to be coming to Netflix as a anime. Oh, good. So, so following suit with... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Castlevania. Okay. And I feel like there was another anime that was is, made for Netflix that was a game. Is the game like an art that an on an anime art style? I couldn't tell you to be honest. I haven't oh, okay. played it, but I feel like it is. Okay. At the very least, it is now. Yeah, just because you said so. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, also because it's an anime, so. Right. And that's going to be releasing on September 17th, so pretty fucking soon. Okay. A little over a month, but a month and a half, I guess. Yeah. Almost two months. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's yeah. fine. Details. <laughs> what are numbers? Yeah. I hear they changed math, Doesn't so they did change numbers math. mean nothing exactly. anymore. Exactly. They're useless. They're essentially just shapes. Uh, well, Netflix does have another project on the horizon that is not based on a video game, so... I'll tell you about that. Atomic Blonde 2. They're working on that. Charlize Theron was talking to Total Film and about the old guard, and she actually said, we took Atomic Blonde 2 to them, and Scott Stuber, head of original films at Netflix, was really interested in it. We talked to him about it extensively, and we're in the process of writing it right now. So, that's exciting. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I think this all stemmed from them asking if the old guard could see a sequel coming soon. Mm-hmm. From its success. Like, they're already asking about and a sequel she, that yeah, just come out? And I think she guided the conversation to, well, actually, we're already working on this one. Yeah. So, I'm assuming that means that'll be first in line. Yeah, probably. She's probably like, take a chill pill, people. Yeah. It just came out. You fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like Charlize Theron. I feel like she's, I don't know if she's underrated, but I feel like she doesn't get as much praise as she should. So... Because we, we've seen her in many different roles where she, like, really morphs into the character. Like, she can take... Yeah. She can turn into, like, a hideous beast, which is not reasonable if you look at her in real life. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely a method actor. Yes. In that sense. Yes. And a chameleon, if you will. Uh, much like another well-known actor, maybe, some people might know him. His name is Soccer, or was Soccer. What? Yes. <laughs> You know, soccer, the Jack Russell Terrier, and anima- animal actor who portrayed Wishbone in almost every episode of the show in the 90s. That one. I'd, <laughs> I did not know this. <laughs> he was out of uh, out of 100 dogs that applied for the part. I don't know. Dogs. 100 know. dogs <laughs> applied. They, yes, that's what they said. I don't know. I can't, I can't speak to it. I wasn't there. But according to his Wikipedia page, 100, act, 100 dogs applied for this part. And he won. And a couple others did guest star when they needed other dogs. But... Were they all Jack Russell Terriers? <laughs> that... Was that like... <laughs> that I don't know. 
I hope they weren't discriminating against breeds. They probably you were. Know? I hope they were giving an equal opportunity employment process for yeah. all types of dogs. Yeah. I don't know. I can't say for sure. Soccer unfortunately passed away several years ago. But What? <laughs> Just so you know. We're talking about the sport, right? Yeah. Because nobody fucking cares. It's boring. <laughs> the dog soccer. Cool. You do foot magic. The star of Wishbone. Oh, okay. Passed away. <laughs> um, so for anybody who's not aware, this show aired on PBS from 96 through 98 and even reruns ran on some affiliates of PBS up through 2009. They even had a movie, I think, at some point. It was... 2001 or 2000 maybe i thought there was a movie yeah i I, I never really watched this all i remember is he had like a detective hat he sometimes oh yeah he had many hats. what he wore many hats okay because yeah (laughs) so the story was a jack russell of all traits huh yes exactly (laughs) was that their whole gimmick no but it should have been um no it's so the the story the show follows yeah wishbone the dog who go basically starred in his own rendition of many literary tales. So, like, there was a Hercules episode. There was um, Sherlock Holmes episodes. That's where you remember the hat from. Mm. Um, and then there were, uh, there was, like, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. There were, like, the famous, like, literary tales, like, classics. Okay. And so, so he So, these reenacted yes, scenes from literature as a dog. Yes. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> The okay. thing that's great about Did this... Did he play every role? I think he played almost every role, except for if they had to have multiple dogs in a scene. That's where the other dogs came in occasionally. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but the fun thing is, they even... This went so far as... It's a show that's about a dog reenacting stories that have already been written and become classics. And then they went and wrote more books based on the show. <laughs> ridiculous inside of a taco bell inside of a taco bell yes yes it's incredible did the dog talk yes okay he's a talking dog sorry i left that part out that was I mean, probably I, important you maybe details. not have done okay. that i just yeah he was a talking dog um it's it was probably terrible but i loved it because you know me talking animals on tv mm-hmm. and i'm in you know yeah okay <laughs> that's true <laughs> even now <laughs> not as a child yeah yeah, uh, if you want to get to her heart, just write a commercial that has an animal talking in it. <laughs> uh, okay, so a little a few details here. Mattel Films will be rebooting this property into a, quote, modern family-friendly comedy. Question, what exactly is not family-friendly about a talking dog reenacting Romeo and Juliet? Well, the talking dog could be uh, very aggressive. He could swear. Yeah. Threatened to yeah. uh, woo her without her consent. Yeah. Well, one thing I think would be cool is they say modern, so I don't know if they're going to be reenacting. Uh, it seems like they might be reenacting like more modern stories, like movies or TV shows that we already know. I, I think I know what they're going to do. Okay. They're going to have a dog reenact Romeo and Juliet by Leonardo DiCaprio and whoever the fuck Kate her Winslet. name is. How dare you not know her name? That's not her name. Ye- oh, Romeo and Juliet? That's Titanic. Sorry, whatever. Claire Danes? You are living Claire Danes. I in hear, the past, okay. but a different I one. I heard you say Leonardo DiCaprio, and I was like, Titanic. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's I what's know, happening. I know you went there. <laughs> because no, they should uh, do that, too. I can't remember her name. Isn't she, it Claire Danes? She's in, like, Homeland 
Um, yeah, that's Claire Danes. I don't know her name. It's definitely her. I just know she was sexy at the time of yeah. of that movie when I was a kid. Yes, that's Claire Danes. She was also in like My So-Called Life or something weird like that. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It I doesn't think matter. she was also in Terminator 3. Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so that's what's happening. And uh, they're partnering with Universal Pictures. It'll be their first collaboration between Mattel and Universal. Um to do this live-action movie based on the hit 90s TV series, Wishbone, about a Jack Russell Terrier. One thing I think would be interesting is if they decided to go a different route for the dog breed. Like, it might be cool of them to take, for example, a pit bull. It would be very progressive. Exactly. It would be very modern of them. They won't do that, though. No, they won't. You know why? Because there's too many people that have negative opinions about pit bulls. right. Like me. I can't stand Roscoe, our dog. Yeah. (laughs) So you wouldn't watch the show? Yeah. It would remind you that we have a, have a pit bull. Yeah. No, I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that sucks is, like, I have negative opinions of Jack Russell Terriers, and we ha- I had a Jack Russell Terrier. Like, most Jack Russell Terriers can be assholes. Like, that's mm-hmm. just a fact. They're little dogs. They have little man syndrome. And it's all about how you raise them and how mm. you treat them. So, statistically speaking, I bet you the Jack Russell Terriers are responsible for more dog bites, <laughs> for more aggression, more aggression than pit bulls. I would be willing to I think there's that. reports out there that certain breeds are, like are way more yeah. aggressive, but they don't get that attention because they are their mouths basically are smaller. cuter or smaller they than can't They can't pitbulls. physically cause as much injury because their mouths are smaller. Yeah. Like chihuahuas and dachshunds. Dachshunds, I think, are number one and is the most aggressive. If you count number of dog bites per capita, dachshunds are the most, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Aren't Dalmatians, like, hella fucking douchey, too? They're hella dumb, uh, but I don't know if they're douchey. They I could heard. be. Oh, no, I'm thinking of poodles. Oh, yeah. Poodles are fucking dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially standard poodles. They can suck it. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, and <laughs> you're standard. You're basic. You're, ba- you're a basic bitch. You know? Yeah. Upgrade. Even, even before, the males. Upgrade before you come up and, and try and stir shit with us. Okay? Um, okay. One more detail. Just as a reminder. I'll see you back in the barking lot. <laughs> the barking lot. All right. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if you recall, we talked, I think we mentioned briefly, uh, Mattel Films is also working on that Barbie movie that's supposed to be coming out starring Margot Robbie, so. Oh, fuck, I completely forgot about that. I know, right? And I was like, oh, fuck, they're like, Maybe they'll just incorporate that into the new Pirates film, and it'll just be Barbie on on the seas. Barbie, Pirate Barbie? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's not a terrible idea. In her Malibu (laughs) boat. Yeah. (laughs) Malibu? Malibu. Uh, but since we're talking nostalgia here, we've got another reboot coming, which may excite more people than just nerd animal lovers like myself. Uh, Fletch, I know, was pretty popular. I don't know what the fuck this is. I think it was... I even read the description and I'm like, still have no idea what this is. It was is. the people who liked Animal House. Did you like Animal House? Uh, I think it was like... I don't know if I've ever seen Animal House. I think it was like... I think I've seen clips not of it. Your, not your parents' generation, but like in between us and them. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. But all I know is my one, <laughs> I had a high school teacher, his friends at school, like we would always call him Fletch. Okay. So it was some kind of running joke and they were like five years older than us. So like it was just a little bit older than us and it was like a popular movie okay. when Animal House was Well, what just, what is it? Just tell okay. us what it is. All right. So, well, I was going to, but you interrupted. Mm, so. I see. Yeah. Dubiously. Yeah. 
Um, so Fletch was a story about um, he uh, a guy. It was played by he was played by Chevy Chase, and he was a reporter who ended up disguising himself in like he was known for disguising himself in this like every like crazy roles. Like every five seconds, his identity would change based on like whatever he was trying to discover. Um, he ended up getting involved in some things that were way above his pay grade. And so did he have multiple personality disorder? No, he just he was one of the. Uh, first, like, TV or movie personalities to, like, provide, like, his fake credentials. Like, when he would he would give somebody his identity, be like, my name's blah blah he would introduce himself as, um, like, Alice Cooper or, like, something like celebrity name. Mm. Um, but, like, kind of just obscure enough that whoever he was introducing himself to wouldn't, like, maybe get it on the first try. Gotcha. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's he's, like, a journalist slash j- detective type situation like trying to solve these mysteries and crimes and whatnot he gets wrapped up in this big deal that he he's way over his head okay. um, and then you know a lot of it was i think improved by chevy chase so a lot of it there's like little funny one-liners and silly situations and you know if you're into that uh so john ham is going to be taking over the lead role for the reboot which is pretty exciting because he's fucking hilarious and the new film is actually based on the second book by gregory mcdonald uh, which, yes, it was the movies from the 80s were based on books, which I didn't realize necessarily when they happened. Um, but the second book is called Confess Fletch. So um, the plot line here is a mysterious chain of events sees Fletch finding himself in the middle of multiple murders, one of which pins him as a prime suspect. So um, it's in the works with Miramax, and yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes. Because the general concept is funny. It was like a, a little bit older than my time, but I have seen it. One of the movies. There's a couple of them. Gotcha. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. The only thing that interests me here is John Hamm. Yeah. Um, I think that he will be really good for it. So I think it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, something else fun that's coming up or available now. The 30 Rock Reunion episode. It's actually, uh, now it's available on Peacock. It aired one time on NBC and then one other time on a bunch of other networks. And now I, I think it's only available on Peacock, but if anybody I, finds out another way. I didn't even know this was a thing. I, I, I didn't, knew about the office one. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't either until like the day before it was going to happen. So. Is it a quarantine thing? Or uh, is, it, is it something that was filmed before that? No, I think it's a quarantine thing. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot of them talking on phones to each other and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but since we're... And so I'm really excited. The preview had me, like, cracking up. Obviously, you remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's talk more about Peacock. This has more to unpack. So this is our first, like, official, like, big news story, I guess. Peacock launched. Either. Out of the blue, by the way. Yeah. I woke up one day, saw on the, one of my Facebook groups that someone was like, oh, how's everyone liking the new Peacock service? I'm like, what? Yeah. It's out? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's pretty crazy. So that's just like the thing now is like streaming services just don't tell people that they're launching. Yeah. Like or they si- tell them months takeover. in advance and then they just don't say shit since. Yeah. They're like, eh, this isn't that great. We let's told just... <laughs> you six months ago. Let's just not remind everyone and see what happens. <laughs> um, there's a little bit of like bad news or controversy going on around them right now because like Peacock among is among this group with HBO Max now where there's no Roku or Fire TV app for these streaming services. Still. 
Um, HBO Max launched, like, late May. And so it makes sense, like, Peacock maybe isn't ready right at launch. But, like, hey, just get your app and then fucking delay it a week. Like, who cares, right? But um, people who can't... The same... The problem with Pe- uh, Peacock is they're actually even disabled... They've disabled your ability to use an external monitor. So people that are like, oh, I'll just plug an HDMI cord into my laptop and watch it on my TV. They're like, nope, can't do that. It's not mm. possible. I always thought that was just something that was just... It just happens. I didn't know you could not allow it i think you but i think by default it just works but you have to go out of your way to not allow it yeah which is fucked up and rude in my opinion so there's one of these articles i was reading from variety was saying uh a rep from one of the media companies said that that hbo max and peacock were asking for quote egregious terms but a source from the other side indicated that companies like nbc universal and warner media are stuck in this old tv mindset so I feel like it's just like this money war that's going on. Yeah, I, I bet you it's all about they want contracts to have it exclusive to their device or some yeah. shit like that. And yeah. it's not. It's dumb. We're not in that fucking time anymore. It's just not like they they the best they can probably do like timed exclusives like video games do. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of good news, though, is that P- the Peacock app is coming to PS4 and PS4 Pro sometime this week. So, no word on Xbox. Or... Oh, I didn't realize it was even on PS4. Not yet, but... It's on Xbox. It is? The Peacock one? Yeah. Oh. That's how I f- what is it? first oh, went to it. Oh, it's just... Sorry. It's on Xbox already, but it's not on Fire TV or Roku. That's what it was. Sorry. I'm discombobulated here. Um, so, we briefly browsed the content here and checked it out a little bit. We'll probably be watching some things and redoing a full review on the streaming service next week, Well, right? yeah, and overall... We're not gonna watch everything. But no, no, no. Yeah, but we'll the, have a better their idea. Their originals and shit, and yeah, we'll talk about their pricing plans, which make no sense to me. But yeah, they're a little weird. We'll get into it. We'll next get into time. that next week. But a general overview: How did you feel about the user interface? Um, it seemed fine. It, Similar to other apps. Yeah, very basic. And you're using. Um, the they don't have, app. you know, they, they have the problem that most apps have, or they don't have common sense features that you would expect like press this button to add it to your watch list right you have to go into it first Mm -hmm. i hate that yeah um okay um and content quantity we did notice right off the bat it didn't seem like there were a whole lot of originals yeah there was like a maybe five half of them were cartoons for kids yeah um i don't know there's a couple shows I was interested in. One was like based off of a novel, and then about like a futuristic society. Yeah, seemed like it was like very heavy and like political uh, right. messaging and stuff. Yeah, and then another one was about like a veteran who is accused of murder or something, and he's basically trying to prove he's innocent while everybody's chasing him. Yeah, it was like a you know like a thriller right. kind of yeah TV the. Fugitive of the TV show is what yes. I got out of it. Yeah. Yeah, they, those two, I agree. There were two those things just, that seemed interesting. Yeah. And the rest of it was like, okay. Yeah. Then there was like some CIS fucking comedy starring David Schwimmer. And it looked terrible. It looked bad. It looked terrible. And I like stupid funny, but it didn't even look like, stupid it funny. It looked like it they were trying stupid. so hard yeah. that it just didn't work. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably check out at least the first episode before I throw in the towel, but yeah, I'm not expecting much out of it. Yeah. So 
overall, it looked very disappointing. Yeah. Uh, a lot of their content was really just old stuff that maybe that's the demographic they're going for is people who want to have that nostalgia stuff they can watch. But right. overall, I, I don't know why this wouldn't be a free service. Yeah. Just on the first impressions, it was like, why didn't you just like leave your stuff on Netflix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Seems kind of underwhelming. So, I, so I'm, yeah, I'm so far, I'm not impressed with anything. But mm-hmm. uh, pro tip, though, for anybody who's got an Android phone, if you download the app for Peacock in Google Play or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever the store yeah. for Android, uh, they will send you an email for activation to get 90 days free of the premium version yeah which is not free supposedly ad free but it doesn't seem to be it's not really ad free they have another tier beyond that that's double the price i don't know yeah more money than the one you would pay for for less ads it makes no sense there's a free tier we'll get into it next week when we actually get an idea of what's going on exactly we'll go over Uh, that but anyways Long story short, get your you can get a free 90-day code if you use your Android phone. Gotcha. If okay. you want to try it out. Yes. Just make sure you, you, know, you cancel it after. Yeah. You that's one thing that's nice about, out. though, if you get it through your, the Android Play Store or whatever, Google Play Store, is you can tell it right away. As soon as you've downloaded it mm-hmm. on the app, if your subscription is through there, you can tell it right away. Do not auto-renew. Gotcha. That would be cool. I did that with Quibi. Hopefully, NBC takes... The Peacock service a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Much like Showtime has with their current programming. Yeah. They canceled a show called Kidding. So they're not fucking around. They are not fucking around. (laughs) They said no jokes. We don't do that here. The show didn't listen, so they were cut. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. I don't even know if I remember what this show is, to be honest. Uh, basically, it's a show starring Jim Carrey. Okay. And it seems like he's pretty much the Mr. Rogers of this show's world. Okay. His, he goes by a character named Mr. Pickles in the show. So he sells sandwiches? I think he does. Okay. <laughs> I hope one person gets that joke, because I don't <laughs> think that's a national brand. I think that's like... A California it's NorCal local a NorCal thing. thing. Whatever. If you if you get that joke, write in and we'll give you some kind of prize. <laughs> hey, a prize can be praise. We don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's like I don't know what you're giving out. Is it pickles? It's free cookies, but you have to go to Mr. Pickles to get them. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Not an ad. Also, anyone who doesn't know what Mr. Pickles is won't get the free cookie joke. So you're just well, firing on all cylinders of nothing. Not my problem. <laughs> Whatever. Talk about your goddamn Mr. Pickles. Uh, I mean, it's not mine. Apparently it's nobody's. It's canceled. Uh, so pretty much it, he was like a children's TV icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was the beacon of kindness and wisdom to Americans. Uh Again, Mr. Rogers. So he was Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And they canceled uh, it. They canceled it after Bummer. after two seasons. Which, here's the crazy thing. I, I guess I don't know what stats mean. But 
I was impressed by this. So the last episode had 54,000 live viewers. Huh. Okay. And it left an open-ended ending. So it could have continued on, but they canceled it. Question. Do we know if they knew that it was canceled before that aired? I'm sure they didn't. Oh, okay. I mean, most shows don't if they don't wrap it up, right? Fair point. Just curious. I have no idea if that's a large number or not, but it seems like a lot of people. I mean, I was impressed by it. Yeah. But that could be, like, nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I guess I'm impressed because it says live viewers. Right. Yeah. And in my head, who the fuck watches things live anymore? Yeah. On Showtime. So they have to subscribe to Showtime as a channel and watch it live. That's a very small market, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay. That seems impressive, then. Definitely is. Uh, so... Yeah, Showtime is not kidding. Okay. About the show kidding. Yeah, okay. So it goes. But as the old saying goes, Showtime taketh, (laughs) Disney Plus giveth a new show. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's a very ancient saying. Yeah, the the yin and yang of streaming services. Right, right. So what? Gotta keep the balance. So what's the big D giving us now? That's why Thanos is around. Yeah. What did you say? So what's the big D going to give us now? Well, <laughs> glad you asked. They actually have a spinoff planned for the Clone Wars TV show that they just wrapped up last season. That's the animated show, right? Yes. The one that you were watching. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The ones based off the, spoilers, Clone Wars. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, it was announced, and it will be releasing on Disney Plus in 2021. Okay. No actual date, just sometime, sometime in over a year. Yeah. <laughs> so this is based off the first four episodes that the group of clone troopers that they introduced in the first four episodes of season seven for the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, so this was just a test to do your show yeah the whole part of the season was not actually to do something for the show it was to spin off other shows right great yeah that seems very disney that said i wasn't sold completely on those characters but i'm not against it yeah i'm interested we'll see what happens yeah uh but for anybody who isn't familiar uh, it's based off the bad batch which is the name of the new show and they actually are a group of clone troopers who developed mutated defects during the cloning process on Kamino, which is the planet that they made the clone troopers. Gotcha. And these troopers found themselves developing enhanced abilities because of their mutation. So, so they have like superpowers to an extent. Stormtrooper in humans. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'm okay with it. Or just mutants. Sure. Yeah. Stormtrooper X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> X-Troopers. Yeah. I mean, they're both owned by Disney now, so there, there they you go. happen. They should do a crossover. Yeah. Basically, what they are is like the secret SEAL team of the Clone Trooper Elite Force. Got, gotcha. Okay. It's... They're badasses. Got it. Hence the name. And a batch. Bad batch. <laughs> 
a batch of badasses. Yeah. But that was too long, so they went with the bad batch. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. And it's Disney. Mr. Yeah. Mouse was like, you can't have ass in there. Yeah. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, there's another spinoff we've been waiting for information on. And I think we might be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So Disney Plus gave us their list of August releases and Falcon and the Winter Soldier is not on the fucking list. So what you're saying is like the old saying goes, <laughs> Disney Plus giveth and Disney Plus taketh. Yes, it does seem that way. And I know people are upset. But to be fair, no one should be surprised at this point. Because, like, we all know filming stopped in March because, you know, pandemic and whatnot. And we nobody has had any news of it resuming, so it's expected that it would be delayed, obviously. Um, and usually, as with most things Marvel, there's a specific order in which movies have to come out. Movies and shows. And so they have talked about how they're going to be related. So it makes sense that since we did end up getting a delay of Black Widow until, was it, November? Yes. So, since that was supposed to come out way earlier, theoretically, that would make this have to be delayed until after Black Widow. That's only if there's presumptions that it's going to have a tie-in to yeah. the story. Yeah, so there's of no Black guarantee, Widow. but there's a possibility because of that's how they do things in some cases. That's kind of a bummer. It was conspicuously absent from the list, and we haven't heard anything since the March shutdown of filming. I guess we're just waiting to see what happens with that, which is, it was supposed to come out in August, so obviously that's probably not happening at this point. Um, related to that, though, I think probably as a side effect of this, there was an article in which WandaVision was said to have been delayed till 2021, but there was no source. This is a, t- a Hollywood Reporter article. And then the internet, of course, was very confused because like nobody else could find anywhere else where it said it was 2021, and they were like, what's going on? Um, and then the guy that wrote the article eventually came back uh, and posted on his personal Twitter account that he changed the article to late 2020 and was like snarky and like rude kind of about the correction. He said, I've made a correction to the article saying WandaVision is due to come out in 2020. Thanks to the Brandons for keeping me on my toes. Question, what the fuck is a Brandon? I was actually very confused by that as well, so I did some investigating on the interweb, and I found out that there is actually an Urban Dictionary term for Brandon. Okay. Uh, It's like a whole paragraph, but I'll just give you the first couple lines. Uh, So it says, Brandon is one of the most amazing guys you will ever meet. He is extremely caring and sweet as well as funny and intelligent. Winning an argument with a Brandon is quite a feat. Hard on himself and his looks, but very cocky about his intelligence. That's just like half of it. It keeps going on. But Basically, what I'm getting out of this is he... Assuming this is accurate to what his tweet was, Mm -hmm. it felt like he was throwing shade. Yeah. But I couldn't... I, I don't know the context, but it seemed like he was just giving a sassy response. Yeah. Because people were asking for him to actually prove this claim yeah uh so it does seem like he's just trying to belittle all the people who who corrected it yeah or asked for the source to be stated if there was really a thing yeah since nobody else agreed with this date yeah um that's 
assuming that's how this went down, it just seems like that's really not professional, especially in journalism. Yeah. There used to be this thing called a uh, retraction uh-huh. where if something was misinformed, they would make a correction publication about the wronged information. Right. Uh, apparently, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Because I mean... all he did was basically say, I corrected it so you can shut up. Right. But he didn't actually acknowledge that he put out any information that was wrong. Mm-hmm. He just passed the blame on to... I think there's even a thing that supposedly the source gave him the wrong information. But again, there's no source. It's, uh, you know, at the very least, it's one... Yeah, okay, sure, you don't want to hold post a new separate thing saying, I fucked up. Sure. But, like, you could do, like, any other random article on the internet and just at the bottom have a little tiny, like, in italics, this article has been updated to correct the original information yeah. of blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't have to put well, it as a fucking headline. Like the Uncharted article, that was how it was. Yeah. It was the original article of, oh, Tom Holland posts on social media, they're starting filming again. Right. And then, update. Yeah. Sony says they have not technically started, but they're hoping soon. You know, it, right, right. it, it was as simple as that. It's standard. But this guy doesn't, it doesn't seem to have those. And I don't, I mean, I, nobody fucking cares whether it was right or wrong for the date, right? They just, obviously there's probably people are like, oh, I'm upset because I want it sooner. But like, no one actually cares if it was a mistake. Just say it was a mistake. Yeah. No one's like, how dare you for getting it wrong. To then go and give like a sassy response, it just seems unprofessional. Yeah. It's kind of odd. I agree. And that's not the first time we've seen something like that happen. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the other... There's something in the gaming, I think, news that ha- same kind of scenario happened. But, um, I don't know. I guess journalism is just kind of dead these days. Yeah, and journalistic integrity is nearly non-existent. Oh. From what I've learned, you actually don't even necessarily have to have a degree in journalism anymore. Yeah. You just have to be able to write. Yeah. So... They don't really necessarily care if you know the ethics of journalism. Right. You just have to be able to string sentences together. Yeah. Like a rap battle on paper. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking when I said that. Really? Were you? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Well, you had me fooled. (laughs) So what impact do you think this news has on on the whole MCU situation? Well, that's the thing is we don't really know what strings connect all of these different properties. Yeah. If Black Widow has any connection to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then presumably then it can't be released until after Black Widow is. Exactly. Which we don't even know when that will be because it may be delayed come November if nothing's getting better. Yeah, true. Uh, the, The best case scenario you can ask for is... Black Widow is released on Disney Plus so they can get the ball rolling with other stuff later. Right, yeah. They might have to start considering that that option. Yeah. The only other option I could think of is assuming they've filmed half of the show or I guess really whatever they've filmed they can complete whatever chunk they have done as far as episodes go. Mm-hmm. Release that with the knowledge out there that this is just the part of it you'll get part two or whatever part 
whatever X amount of right. episodes left yeah. at a later date. Because people understand. They're going to be like, yeah, Absolutely. I just want what you have. Just yeah. give me what just you have. Just give me something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they don't release them week to week anyways. So really all it would help with is mind share on the property. Yeah. Being, being in people's minds for longer than the two months that it would have been initially. That's a good point. Uh, so I honestly, assuming it doesn't have a direct impact on being able to tell the stories of other properties, like I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. It's just whether it ties into to Black Widow in any capacity. Right. Yeah. That's going to be the ter- determining factor, I assume. Uh, like We do know that WandaVision has tie-ins to... Doctor Strange, Doctor too, Strange right? and presumably Thor. Probably, yeah. But they aren't coming out anytime soon, so that right. There's more time to recover. There, from that. there should be plenty of time to to not worry about that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're all gonna be waiting uh, a while for the rest of the MCU. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or really, just the start of the phase, right? Exactly. Black Widow was basically the start of the fourth phase, yeah. right? Yeah, COVID was like, fuck you, MCU. Yeah, that's yeah. the real villain. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out yeah. Thanos made coronavirus. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> coronavirus was like, you thought Thanos was evil. <laughs> yeah. Thanos was like, here's my backup plan, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like the five years between Infinity War absolutely. and Endgame are what we are living right now? Yes, absolutely. It's insane. It's so weird right now. Uh, but you know what? I, I think I figured out what happened to Captain America. He got old? No. He got himself a side job. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta pay those bills. Yeah, yeah. Gotta pay his tax dollars. Yeah. So, Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling are gonna star in a spy thriller for Netflix, apparently. And weirdly enough, the Russo brothers are making the movie, as we're talking about Endgame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... And this is going to be called The Gray Man. And women everywhere are shitting their pants because, like, these are two, like, oh, right, right, right. very, very popular, ridiculously attractive men. Um, and the subject of this is uh, it's following an ex-CIA operative turned mercenary named Court Gentry, who's played by Gosling, as he is pursued by an old enemy named Lloyd Hansen, who's played by Evans. Ah, so he really did turn old. Yeah. Because <laughs> his name's... <laughs> His name's Lloyd, which is a really old name, well, too. Well, also because he's an, an old, old enemy. enemy. Yeah, I know. I, I caught that, too, and I was like, okay, I guess that's what you meant, but whatever. <laughs> Lloyd's an old name. Yeah. Old yeah. man Lloyd. Yeah, old man Lloyd. <laughs> um, and With America's <laughs> bony ass. Yeah. Um, Joe Russo was speaking to Deadline and said, the idea is to create a franchise and build out a whole universe. Weird that he would want to do that. Hmm. <laughs> He must be taking notes from those Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this has got a good deal. Um, so I feel like all of those things sounds great. Sound blah, blah, blah. All of those things sound great to me. Spy movie, Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, Netflix. I don't have to go anywhere. It's even better. You know what I mean? And it's got a really big budget. So it's going to be, I imagine, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can get 58,000 live viewers. I think they might get more. Okay. Can you imagine? Like, I feel like all you have to do is just add Dwayne Johnson to the mix, and then, like, every woman alive yeah, will watch it. Yeah, you get, it. like, 58,001 yeah. live viewers. Absolutely. Maybe they'll have Dwayne Johnson come in to be the enemy in the sequel to get more, yet more women wa- wanting to watch it, which we have news on. 
they actually cast the character Adam Smasher, and the guy. What What does this guy have a problem with? People named Adam for. <laughs> nope, it's Adams, like Adam Bum, A T O M. He might also hate Adams, which mm. I assume he probably does because there's also. That's weird. That's confusing. Black Adam and Adam Smasher? Whatever. Anyway. Um, I mean, maybe it's a misunderstanding. <laughs> maybe. And he thought his name was Black Atom. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got to kill that guy. Yeah. I got to smash him. Yeah. And then Black Adam's like, he's going to smash me. I have to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they realize not only do their mothers both have the same Martha. <laughs> the same name. <laughs> but his name is set with a D. Yeah. And not a T. Right. And an O or an A and not an O. Also. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a... <laughs> Further complication yeah, that they had to they get just, past. just, like, add one revelation after another, yeah. and then they end up yeah. best buds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think then it spawned into a stuck on you, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> stuck on two. Uh, so, just to revan- uh, the recap a little bit, Black Adam is a Shazam spinoff based on the popular DC antihero, and Dwayne Johnson will be playing Black Adam. Um, and the guy they cast for Adam Smasher is Noah Centineo, who is known for To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which I don't know what that is, but I do recognize him. It's like a Netflix or something. I think oh. it's a Netflix movie. Okay. Well, I recognize him, though. He was, like, the nerdy science guy in Charlie's Angels. Oh, uh, okay. The one that, like, the one chick was flirting with or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I know that name sounds familiar, because I feel like we talked about it before, and I looked him up, and that was him. Um... Are you sure you didn't know that name sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I knowed that name sound familiar. Uh, so Adam Smasher, the character, actually can control his molecular structure and is able to manipulate his size and strength. So um, he's Ant Man, or or the Adam, the Adam, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a T O, with a T O, yeah. Um, and I guess they this. Oh wait, wait, what? The character has already appeared in CW's The Flash. This part I was confused about. I don't. I don't recall that. his character at all. Um, maybe it happened in one of those like weird crossover episodes that we were like only kind of paying attention. Or it's the current season that we haven't seen up to date. Fair point. So, Spoilers. Wow, thanks for ruining that Dick for move. us, douches. <laughs> of course, this is the Hollywood Reporter. It's so, that same what guy. do you expect? <laughs> I am a little bummed by that, to be honest. It has really discouraged me from wanting to use them now. Yeah. But I know that they're considered one of the better. Right. It news could be sources. just that guy's a douche. Like maybe. Yeah. It's probably not something that they advocate as a as a news outlet. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh well. So I mean, I don't. What do you think about this? I mean, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I've seen him in that little role, like you said, in yeah. Charlie's Angels. So he seemed fine. Uh, he didn't ruin the film, yeah, I guess. So. Exactly. So that's, you know, points in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know when that movie's coming out, right? No. It, I, know, like, they, I think they were supposedly going to start filming this year, but I guess that's not happening. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's basically our news. Uh, one quick reminder. Comic-Con at home is coming up on Thursday the 23rd. So, 
go to the website, check out all their scheduling panels and whatnot that they're going to have for people mm-hmm. to interact with Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, if you are interested. There's a lot of fucking things, so you just got to look for it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> That's on you. I don't have eight hours to list yeah, everything. Yeah, you're not putting that on, on us, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some trailer trash or treasure. The first one, I think you already know my my score, but... Yeah, I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need to even watch this. No. I. But you did. I did. I'll give you credit. Did. You did watch it. So I Chucky. I one second of it, but I did watch most of it. So, Child's Play, Chucky, the doll that everyone loves to fear, uh, is getting its own TV show on USA and Sci-Fi. I don't Apparently, they, they even noted this in the, the teaser. Uh, basically, it's they are going to have the show on both channels, from what I understand. Okay. So I'm assuming it'll premiere on one and then go to the other as like right after the next day. Something oh, like that probably. Because s- USA always has like syndicated shit, right? So probably. It's probably like sci-fi and uh, then USA gets it tomorrow. But or part of their marketing was a uh, show so scary it needs to be on two channels or something. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. It was something like that. Uh, basically, it was a quick teaser of a toy store made completely of like really bad CGI. Uh Hence the sci-fi channel. Yep. Uh, and then it just pans over saying, like, uh, come play with uh, Chucky or some shit like that. Yeah. And then shows, like, a silhouette of him in the dark. Yeah. Standing there. Being trash. Yeah. <laughs> Wanting to play. <laughs> it was a typical for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of the Child's Play film, so I'll probably check this out, but... Given the channel it's on, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of it yeah, as far true. as the uh, gruesome factor and the right the scariness. Fair. Yeah. It's definitely a trash from me. Oh, what? That's uh, okay. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> I fucking hate Chucky. If I could destroy any. Is it, is it because he's ginger or because he's a doll? Both. <laughs> Why not both? You're... You really have a very particular hatred for ginger dolls, He's huh? just terrifying looking, and he's just ugly and gross, yeah. and nobody he's likes He's uglier in the remake that they have. <laughs> Actually, it's on Amazon Prime, so go check that out. Anybody I'm wants not to see going it. to. No, anybody <laughs> oh, oh, but okay. you. Okay. One of these days, I'm like, you want to watch The Notebook? And then turn on that. Well, I would say no, so it doesn't matter. You're going to find something better than that. What would you want to watch? I'm not going to tell you now. I'm just going to wait for you to want to watch something. And I'll yeah. be like, okay, I'll turn it on. Yeah. Whatever. And just play dumb the whole movie. Like, yeah. are you sure this is not how Stella got her groove back? I would never. Why would I? Okay. <laughs> You're painting me of this picture of, like, not me. Okay. It's well, rude. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. How about Project Power? How'd you feel about that one? Uh, It was interesting. It was basically like a another superhero themed yeah well i shouldn't say i shouldn't say hero more superpower themed powers yeah uh netflix movie (laughs) much like that code eight it felt like the same kind of vibe but starred jamie fox right right like Uh, code eight plus limitless yeah Yeah. exactly that's perfect (laughs) yeah so they basically had a pill that made them have powers for five minutes yeah so i think i 
I, when I when we first started the trailer, I was like, okay, I'm confused. How like how do you? Because they're like, you don't know what power you're gonna get till you take the pill. But mm-hmm. like, then by the end of it, I'm like, so you must get the same power every time you take the pill. Because they were like, I know. That's what, what I'm assuming. Yeah. Is it's it, like you find out what your thing is. You have one thing that happens when you take the pill, mm-hmm. and it happens every time. And it seemed like. Some people like just killed them, we caught them on fire, and they just yeah, died. Yeah, and that's like having the same power every time is definitely the better option. Because when they first started, I was like, "So you don't know what kind of power it's going to be ever," yeah. and you're just like, "How are you going to prepare for using I, that power?" Yeah, what are you going to do? I, <laughs> that just seems like if you, I was like, "Why would you bother?" Yeah, because you just could burst into flames and burn to death. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like a roulette. Yes. Superpower roulette. Exactly. Which is not a bad idea. Yeah. You hear that, Netflix? <laughs> Sequel. <laughs> I want it to be a game show. Yeah. Was real superpowers doled out? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. You and the dogs. <laughs> um, it was fine. I, I, I'll give it a typical. It didn't do anything to like, really hook me, but like I'll watch it. I'm going to give it a treasure because Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. Yeah. And he has made this, like, dramatic return to acting. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this has got to be good. Yeah, he's yeah. going to get revenge on <laughs> the terrorist who took over Flight 7500. Yeah, exactly. Or he, I guess it wasn't Flight 7500. That was, like, the, that's the code, code the for The code for, like, terrorism. terrorists or something, yeah. Hostile bullshit on board or something like that. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a treasure because I'm definitely interested. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that comes out on the 21st? Of August. Yes. Yes. On Netflix. Um, This one I'm not really sure how to find it unless we have like a cable subscription. Animal Planet, July 25th. I think Animal Planet is on one of the streaming services. Oh, you're right. That we have. You're right. I think it's, is it Disney? I think it's Disney. National Geographic is on there, I think. Then it's not Disney. Fuck. Because the only one was on Disney. Oh, it would be the opposite. God damn it. Whatever. No, I, I think it's on either Peacock or HBO Max. One of the two. Okay. We'll we have it. whatever it is. We'll we it. have it. I just got to figure out which thing it is. Got it. So presumably it's going to be on there. Okay. So what am I talking about, you ask? Uh, <laughs> Surviving Joe Exotic. This is like a docu-series, I think, as far as I can it tell. It seemed like it's like a limited thing. Like yeah. A short run. Yeah. Um, It looks like it's going to be kind of like a minor expose on the actual like bads not really on the animal side of things this is kind of what i wanted to, what we thought we were what i get wanted into. to see in the yeah. original show yeah uh was focus on the animals and yes. this seems like it does yeah well i also got the vibe it kind of paints him in a bad light not yeah. that that's hard to do but like yeah. it felt like there was a clear opinion being painted toward him yes which I was confused because I thought this was something that he worked on with them. So now I'm curious who's behind this one. Animal Planet made it. And I couldn't find much more information than that because you had to have like a premium membership to IMDb. Which like who has that? The fuck? That's a thing? Yeah, apparently. Um, I was like, I'm not doing that. Oh, but- if you don't like the typos we have, then pay and we'll let you know the real information. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got out of that. So, but I did find <laughs> that they posted, Animal Planet posted on their Facebook page and their, their caption to the show preview thing was, it's time to have a conversation about animal abuse and the ex- and exotic trade. Um, so while they may paint 
him in a bad light, it's because he was doing bad things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm down. I think probably, this is my suspicion based on the series of events that happened, is they were allowed to be on site, is what they said. They were allowed to be on site during whatever time, like four months before he was arrested, I want to say is what it said. Um, But they probably weren't able to publish anything. But now that he's in jail, he can't be like, no, you can't do that. That'd be my guess. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, hey, check out all this tra- crazy bullshit that happened and make it a cautionary tale. So I'm excited to see that part. Yeah, because it's like the four months before he gets arrested. So yeah, I imagine that's where all of the drama was at its peak mm-hmm. with with the compound. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it does say that we're going to see uh, Saf, the person who got their arm bit off. That person's going to be in this as well. Remember okay. that yeah, employee yeah. that was like, <laughs> I don't know how the you, tiger's okay, right? I don't know how you could forget that, <laughs> I know, I know. that part of the show. Uh, yeah, so Saf's going to make an appearance in this footage as well. So, okay, And I imagine we'll hear some kind of reference to uh, that bitch. Carol Baskin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wit without saying, I feel that like. That bitch. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> So, um, it's going to be a treasure for me. It doesn't, doesn't look like it's going to be like a, like a holy fuck what's going on page turner like Netflix gave us, but I'm actually excited to see, I'm excited that they're doing something to expose the actual repercussions, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's of good. this type of person on animals. Um, I'm actually going to have to give it a typical. Okay. It's been kind of my theme with this so far. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like. I feel like society is just kind of done with Joe Exotic already. Yeah. Um, at least I am. The only thing that has me saying typical instead of trash is because it's about the animals, mm-hmm. which has me interested. But I hope it's actually about them. Yeah. And like their story and not just they say that, but then they're just kind of occasionally in it. Mm-hmm. to really focus on Joe Exotic being right. trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't want it to be, like, pretending to be about them. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it could be that Since way. it's Animal Planet, I'm willing to bet that it's mostly about the animals, and they probably the most of the footage that we saw in the preview that was for him was just so they could hook the people who aren't like us mm-hmm. and didn't already want to see this. Yeah. Because it did <laughs> feel weird, because it felt like it was about him, mm-hmm. and then they gave the title, and then they go... Something about, here are the stories about the tigers. The or whatever, and then yeah. it's like they show like one tiger. And it's like, well, if this is what the show is about, why didn't you focus on that to begin with? I think they're trying to hook people that aren't interested in, that would they wouldn't already be interested in that. The people that just think, holy fuck, it's Joe Exotic. I gotta watch more yeah. of that crazy fucker. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you want to know more about other animals. Yeah. Disney Plus is coming out with a movie. Called the one and only Ivan, on August fourteenth. Okay. Uh, so what I got out of this trailer was if the remake of Dumbo and the Planet of the Apes fucked, that would be this movie. Yeah, it did. It did absolutely resemble that description. Exactly. Yeah. But family friendly, of course. Of course. So. With a little bit of Walter White. The fucking is on the behind the scenes aspect of <laughs> right, it. Right. Right. Yeah, no, honestly, he's probably the only reason I'm interested in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's your typical feel-good 
animal inspiration, let them be free story, right? Yes, it uh, seems like that. But just knowing the acting in the movie, it, it looks interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, um, and I feel like I heard Danny DeVito somewhere in there probably, voicing something. Probably. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say typical, but I will watch it. Like, I'm planning on watching it, but the trailer didn't excite me that much other than mm-hmm. just like, yeah, that looks like something I would watch. Yeah, and it was <laughs> definitely the... It, it, graphically, CGI and all that stuff, it, it narrative, it felt like it was definitely a Disney Plus movie. Absolutely. Like, it didn't feel like it was meant for theaters. Exactly. Uh, so I'm not expecting a whole lot out of it, but we have the service, so I'll probably yeah, watch it. Exactly. That's where I'm at. In between my rewatch of Gargoyles, the animated series. Yeah. But that's not the only thing coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, they did have a sneak peek-ish teaser trailer yeah. for Muppets Video Call. The Muppets Video Call is the title, but the show's called Muppets Now, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. was basically just them being like, hey, look at all these Muppets we have. They're going to yeah. be in a skit show. It seems that way. It felt like they implied it was going to be improv and not so much a scripted show. Yeah. Which will be interesting when it's puppets. Yeah. Correction. Muppets. Yeah. Get it fucking right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it definitely seemed like semi-scripted at best. Uh, I mean, it was was funny, I guess. There were things I laughed at. It was funny, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Um... I know you noticed this too. I didn't like Kermit's voice. He it, did not sound like Kermit at it's all. It's not Kermit. I feel like it was like Kermit the Toad. <laughs> yeah. Not the Frog. Yeah. I'm not gonna prove this to anyone, but I feel like I could do a better voice. Yeah. <laughs> like they could have just had a picture of Kermit with Lipton tea. Yeah, and we would have known. And we would have known the voice. Yeah, exactly. Rather than what they did, which was actually have somebody else do a voice. Yeah. In yeah. this video. Yeah. Uh, I, I I assume it's for really young kids. It doesn't look yeah. it's for us. Yeah. So it's not made for us. For uh, sure. Which is disappointing because I've always I've always liked the Muppets growing up. So. I mean, we can watch it. It's not like they can stop us. I. <laughs> they have like reverse. Don't stop me now. <laughs> they have like reverse parental controls on Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> You have to prove you're underage. Yeah. Must be this short to press play. <laughs> um, I mean, it was a typical for me as well. Yeah, so all, all down the board for me, I had typicals for this whole section of trailers. Yeah. Guess I'm just not satisfied by anything anymore. I guess not. The pandemic has just numbed me. Yeah. I also have something I was not satisfied by. <laughs> when we um let's talk about what we watched and the first thing i watched kind of is like a good co- crossover to between whether it's a trailer or a show uh it's neither of these neither of those but it's a very very short thing um i was super excited for this bob's burgers had a quarantine minisode at least that's what they called it this fucking thing was 47 seconds long i was so mad yeah um, might as well just call it like a short yeah i was like or I don't a teaser a, for a next clip? season. I don't know. The show's just, still on, right? Do I they think still have so, new episodes? As far as I'm aware, they should have just made this like a 
like a marketing for shit. the next season if that's the case. Yeah. I was mad because... It did seem like it was like, what was the point of this? I know. You just wasted my time. I love that show. It's so funny. And I was like, yes, they have a quarantine episode. And I was jazzed. And then, like, I went to click on it. And it was like, wait, it's over? Is that just a commercial? And I, like, Are you sure that you didn't just watch, like, a commercial for the actual thing? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm asking. (laughs) I don't even watch the show anymore. Um, It was, like, embedded inside the article. It was like, here's the episode. And I was like, okay, that's Yeah, it was basically just them all at the burger shop wearing masks and yelling on board yeah singing like an i board song acapella um i did i did enjoy the burger of the day uh <laughs> it was the social swiss dancing burger or something like oh. that i that's one of the best parts about that show is like every episode there's a different burger yeah, of the day yeah, and okay. it's like a pun so. yeah i bought you a, a yeah. book that was yeah. like burger recipes yeah, based did. off those yep so yep uh, so that'll get used at some point. That fulfilled my expectations, but that was the only thing. Um, the rest of it was like, I just want more of this because it was just them yelling about being bored. So I was like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. Um, it was satisfying at best. I was very disappointed. Those are very mixed. Sorry, reviews. it was satisfactory at best. Okay. Is what I was trying to say. <laughs> I was like that was wrong. It was uh... satisfactory. Like there was nothing wrong with it. It was just like I wanted more of it. So I'm mm. I'm disappointed. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it sucked. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I've seen vacuums with better acting. Okay. <laughs> um one one last note. Okay. Our conversation about how bad it was was longer than it. True. Just want to point that out. Fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Which you could say, man, these guys really dwell on things. Or you could say, they really know how to fill time. <laughs> um, so, we watched Star Trek Picard, and we finished the first season. Finally. The only season? Well, I mean, I think, it, I think it's coming back, so that's why I, I said I'm sure season. it is, but it, it's only one as of right now. Well, I was being specific, okay? Mm. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so... This has an 87% tomato meter and only a 58% audience score as of 719. I have to assume that's because there's a lot of Trekkies that are like, this doesn't match the source material. Go fuck yourself. I don't I, I don't feel like it was that bad. Well, I mean, there is no source material because it's a new show. I know, but there's inconsistencies in his past or like maybe how yeah. the character acts or things so, like the hardcore fans. Yeah, hardcore Never fans. being happy with something. I, I have Got to it. assume that's why because like a, just coming in watching it because like i watched star trek back in the day i was much younger and i don't remember a lot of it Mm. i remember enjoying it but i don't have a lot of plot points still stuck in my head so i'm not like super hardcore about it so i I, just watched this as a show and i like remembered liking captain picard and i was like i could never recall because i kept asking questions you're like yeah i don't know (laughs) i I, I watched the show but i don't know anything about the show i only have a very small handful of episodes that i actually remember i just i watched them like on repeat all the time, mm. so they just like all blended together. Mm, I see. Yeah. So you didn't actually watch the show; you just watched the same ten episodes. No. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I don't think it was fifty-eight percent bad. I think it was. I'm not going to give it a percentage because we don't do that. Fifty-nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, the background of this, for anybody who's not aware, it takes place 14 years after Captain Picard's retirement from Starfleet. Um, and he's an old man, literally living on his vineyard, 
and gets pulled into this crazy... In France, by the way. He lives in France. Yes, in Tuscany. Like, really. It's ridiculous. It's like a winery and everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, Eating his cheese. Yeah. <laughs> smoking his cigarettes. Yep. Um, <laughs> Living the mime life. Yeah. The mime life. Okay. Um... So he gets pulled back into this crazy bullshit situation going on with synthetic life forms and whatnot. I don't want to give too much else away. But yeah, it, it heavily focuses on synthetics uh, being the catalyst for his adventure right? going into this season. And for a quick reference, that means essentially life forms like Data, if you remember Data. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I didn't really watch the the original show. I just knew, uh, a, you know, I've seen, like, episodes randomly. Like, mm-hmm. not even full episodes. Just, like, hey, I'm visiting my grandparents and it's on. Or... No, that's when I watched it. At, at a friend's house and their parents were watching it. Yeah. I never actually watched it myself. Gotcha. So, I went into this not knowing anything other yeah. than, oh, it's the guy who's always frustrated with shit on the internet. <laughs> with his hand out. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, it is him. And obviously, I know the actor it yeah. is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Or sorry, My Sir God. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Give the man some respect. And also Professor X. That's true. Yeah. Sir Professor Sir X. Professor X. <laughs> Sir Professor X. Um. So I did not catch. I am assuming most of what I was supposed to be either giddy for or outrageously upset about Mm -hmm. as far as you know tie-ins to other things or whatnot uh but i overall was fine with the show Mm -hmm. mainly because i had nothing to compare it to yeah i think that's the problem with a lot of things that are like remakes or reimaginings of original material from like nostalgic times is people have these unrealistic expectations that it's like the whole uh Who's the comedian that does the whole like putting the pussy on the pedestal deal? <laughs> it's like Isn't that just a thing in general that oh, people say? It could be. But I feel these are the comedian. I mean that it was from bit. it was in Oh, it's a movie. Four year old virgin. That's probably yep, that's what it is. But I thought that was just like a saying anyway. It's probably is a real... it made from that? I don't know. I mean it was probably a thing before that. The point is, you know what I'm saying now that you understand <laughs> the reference. Uh you have it built up in your head to be this amazing thing. The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Yeah. The 12, 20 years ago side of the fence. Yeah. <laughs> in this case. Um, I think that people, this is probably a, a side, the low rating from the audience score. I mm-hmm. think it's probably because people are like, man, it's not as good as the old days. But really, if you just watch it as like a Star Trek show, like, yeah, it's, it's there. It's Star Trek. And when I was a kid, I watched Picard going uphill both ways. Yeah, with one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they did have quite a few return cast members from the. Yeah, it it felt to me like I, I did I did recognize characters that were from the old show. So to me, I was like, I feel like this is just like a partial reunion thing yeah. partial greatest hits kind yeah. of it was a total cw move yeah like just like <laughs> like a 
you know, a little tour of yeah. remembering these characters yeah. and their interactions. Yeah. With a little bit of a modern day flair to it. Yeah. And the ending was ridiculous. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but the show was really predictable in that sense. Yeah. True. Uh, which I think is hilarious. The one thing I will complain about. I'll see if I can do this without spoiling anything. Yeah, um, good luck. <laughs> okay. They had some plot points in the show. One particularly that was really focused on. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make sure you understood that this was a plot point. Mm-hmm. And then they just throw it out the window with the ending of the whole fucking... Yeah. Uh, what happens? They fridged the plot point. Yes. <laughs> so that was a little weird to me that they, they emphasized something so much. And then in the end, it meant nothing to the actual outcome of the season. Yeah. Um, it was totally like red herring. Other stuff that kind of bothered me, I guess, was like they would have limited technology where they couldn't do certain things. But then in other shows, they have technology like way more advanced than what they claim they can do in this show. Right. That's true. Which were timelines before this show. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really make any sense in that aspect of continuity as far as their like their abilities in space and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a fair statement. Whether it be like the spaceships or, or whatever they're using. Right. Um, another person that showed up in this, besides a lot of return cast members, was... Allison Pill, who plays one of the main characters. And uh, can I just say, she seems to only play weird scientist characters. <laughs> because we just saw her in Devs. Is she a returning character? No, I said besides returning characters. Oh, okay. I was saying because she, we saw her yeah. in Devs and yeah. she seems to be a similar character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like to believe that she's the same character. Yeah. She's the and same this person. is her arc <laughs> after Devs. Yes, absolutely. And what she did. Yeah. In fact, I'm willing to bet she's doing this to lead into season two of Devs. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. It's a cross. Yeah, I'd buy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed the show. I think, obviously, it seems like maybe some hardcore Star Trek fans didn't like it. I'm guessing, but... Um, I think if you just take it at face value for a show and if you like Patrick Stewart um, and you like Star Trek even a little bit, you should be entertained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't know a whole lot about Star Trek outside of like the generic tropes of the series. Yeah. And I, I found myself enjoying this just as much as I enjoyed Discovery. It's a different pace for sure. It's a different yeah, thing. Very. I felt like it started out a completely different show in the beginning and then it drastically changed where it was going yeah um not necessarily for good or bad it just was notably not the direction it felt like it was making the show be yeah um one thing too that i had a hard time in the first few episodes of this was like figuring out who was was romulan and who was vulcan Mm, yes, because yes, yes, yes. in the old series, Romulans are much more obviously defined. They had like forehead grooves or whatever. There was mm-hmm. like more pronounced face prosthetics on. Yeah, on the, I, on I the, felt like I had to like Google every time. I yeah, was like, is this we, character we this species? While, like, what are they? We spent a while figuring out like, is this person Romulan? And then it was like, pretty much they're all Romulan. So 
Yeah, so it was a little complicated <laughs> in that sense, but yeah. otherwise. So if you don't get stuck in those weeds, it should be an entertaining show. Um, I enjoyed it. I would give it a four Picards. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say stars because that's too boring. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it four as well. I'll give it four number ones. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so a four. Yeah. A number four. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so you watched something else on HBO Max. You watched Expecting Amy, right? Yeah. So this was a documentary about Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. the comedian. Yeah. Uh, not to be mistaken with Amy Schumer, the baker. That's the thing? No. Oh. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. I just realized I specified that she was a comedian as though there was alternate versions of her. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> so I wanted to make it clear. Got it. It's not the other one. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is all news to me. Apparently she was pregnant at some point in yeah. life. Okay. Uh, and... So this is all about her pregnancy. Okay. It, it it starts out with a little video recording of her selfie to herself. Like a, oh, I just found out I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll document it or something. Okay. And then it just leads into, it, it was three episodes. They were about an hour each. Okay. Uh, so it was just a really long movie. Did it go through <laughs> like her entire pregnancy? Pretty much. Like, did she so, have the baby at the end? Yes. Okay. Spoilers. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. What I meant was, <laughs> I didn't know if it was like, I'm going to document the first like two hours of my, or I don't know, like. <laughs> it's just three hours of her giving birth. No, it's not that. I just wanted to see if it was like a, a arcing no. over the pregnancy. It, yeah. Okay. This thing is like all over the place. Uh, n- not in a bad way. It's so the first episode there was like names for each episode, but the first one was about her getting pregnant and basically her relationship with her husband and how they were prepping for the child Mm -hmm. and her ramping up for a tour and her practicing to do a Netflix special. Okay. Uh, So that was the focus of the first episode. Okay. Then the second episode was more about her being pregnant it's a good amount of time into her pregnancy Mm -hmm. and it dives into her having uh difficulties that they go into and stuff and kind of make more of a educational kind of direction with that Mm -hmm. on on some stuff for people uh and then it also kind of goes into like her husband and like and how he was diagnosed with some condition that he didn't know he had his whole life that's and they kind of dive into that aspect of their relationship and how it's kind of impacted them over over the years and, and how it's kind of making more sense, I guess, if you will. Understood. And, and okay. them kind of just working through that whole aspect of news okay. while she's going through this pregnancy. So and then and then the third part uh, just kind of continues into what everything they they went into the first two episodes okay. and wrapping it all up with the. Her Netflix act, whatever. Okay. Um, you don't see the act. Oh, okay. Go to Netflix for that. <laughs> Got it. Uh, but that was the part that was really interesting to me was yeah. this documentary is an HBO Max original. Okay. That's what they're labeling it. Right. 
But in the documentary, it's about her doing a Netflix special. That's random. So I thought that was really interesting. So she must be really, really smart and was able to basically get two shows for the price of one. Right. Or yeah. I guess one show worth of work for the price of two. Yeah. She's it's more like, like hey, it. you, a different place. Film me while I'm preparing for this other yeah. special. Film me while you're filming me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> film me while they're filming me. Yeah. Film them filming yeah. me. There you go. <laughs> film everybody. Yep. Put my name on it. That's funny. Good for her. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty intense, though. Yeah. That she pukes a lot, and they show a lot of her puking. Oh, pass. Uh, like, it, it's really raw. Uh, like, she really wanted people to see, like, the reality of pregnancy and not That's just good. glamour. They, they kind of go into that whole aspect, too, of, of society and stuff. And it's very clear that she's got, like, this informative plan that she's trying to put out there too and that kind of goes with her character right yeah she, she's always trying she's to very like, keep like, it real and not like yeah, exactly. bullshitting and lying about stuff yeah yeah um and you see her boobs so oh. if anyone wants to see that Got that's it. a thing yeah which i was very shocked yeah <laughs> was it because she like never mind no not that you were gonna be like oh it's because she was delivering yeah no okay not at all they okay there's just a random ass scene where she's in the water uh-huh. and she just jumps out and her boobs are there. Okay. And it's like, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. And that was like, like within the first scene of the That's funny. <laughs> documentary. I was like, it's going to be that kind of a thing, huh? Yeah. Definitely kept you on your toes. Okay. Good to know. If uh, there's a lot of puking, I'm probably not going to watch it. But Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable watching all the puking, but I also kind of appreciated it because it was like, you know, again unfiltered it like normalizing the real life pregnancy it it made it like mean more than just making it look like the perfect fucking right nine months of her life i have to give props to her for that uh overall i really enjoyed it and i think that um it was an interesting take Mm -hmm. to do a documentary uh and i wouldn't mind seeing more of that kind of stuff from people okay uh one thing that was really interesting too was like you kind of it was cool to see like kind of into her life because there's a portion where they go and show footage of her wedding Mm -hmm. and that was like a super private thing right yeah yeah and you see all these celebrities that like you see you know on in movies and shows and i feel like they're just there at her wedding as friends and just hanging out and like Jake Gyllenhaal was one of them. Wasn't Jennifer Lawrence there too? I feel like yes. she was there. Yeah, I remember she's seeing... in a couple scenes, and yeah. I was like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> and like, she's just like hanging out with like their besties, yeah. and yeah. like, I was like, "What?" Yeah, they know each other. <laughs> I was like, I know Jennifer Lawrence, and I know <laughs> Amy Schumer, but I didn't know they knew each other. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was just kind of fun to see these celebrities in like these situations where they're just people yeah supporting their friend at their wedding or pregnancy and like it was interesting that is really nice and it really showed how crazy of a work ethic that uh amy schumer has because like she was doing like multiple shows a night back like just night after night after night for her prepping just for the netflix show oh wow and i thought that was really interesting yeah i guess i just never thought like that's how much work you would put into into a stand-up show mm-hmm. i guess in my head they're just 
they're able to talk for an hour. They know their jokes. They have them memorized. But, like, she would basically work with the material night after night and kind of, like, condense it down to be, like, the perfect timing, the perfect joke. Gotcha. You know, was this working? Was this working? You know, do I need to take something out? Do I need to move it to a different spot of the act? Right. And, like, really just polish it off. Yeah. Did she watch anything or like did she watch recordings afterwards to see where people laughed or did she just remember it probably i okay. mean they didn't really show that kind of stuff oh, but i'm sure that's a part that. of their reviews on yeah on whatever prepping yeah so um yeah i, I would i would recommend it if anybody has hbo max it i thought it was very interesting okay you have a number for it yeah i'll give it okay five i really enjoyed it okay cool and you know it's three episodes, an hour each, so it's it's not that long of an investment if you are interested in it. And finally, we watched a movie. We've watched. We've been thinking about watching this for a while. My Spy on Amazon. This one has a forty nine percent tomato meter, and a sixty five percent audience score as of seven nineteen. Um, probably because audience thinks things are funny, and critics thinks things have to mean stuff. Um, <laughs> uh. The background of this is, well, sorry, the basic premise of this is a CIA operative has been demoted and ends up at the mercy of Sophie, a nine-year-old girl who is one of the targets of the surveillance team. Basically, there's some kind of criminals that they're trying to deal with somewhere else, and they have to surveil this family. And the daughter is like, gets it all up in their business, and chaos ensues. You can see all that in the trailer. Um, It's... Fairly entertaining. Um, the, it stars Dave Batista as the main character. His name's JJ. Yeah, I, I really liked the see that he was a leading character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stuber, he was a leading character, but he was also co-leading. Right, yeah. So I feel like this was definitely his yes, movie. Definitely. The only negative to that, I feel like Kristen Shaw didn't get her due in this film. Yeah. I feel like she was kind of on the back burner as more of a comedic relief in the background yeah. when needed. Yeah. Because they had the little girl, Chloe Coleman is her name. She was kind of like taking the spot where Kristen Shaw would have gotten more screen time. Yeah. I assume that's what happened there. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I was nice. It was nice to see David Batista with a main character role. Um, and I think he did a good job. Mm-hmm. He did it. He acted it, or he was exactly how his character was supposed to be. So I mean, it worked really well. And Kristen Shaw was a really good uh, partner in this situation, and the little girl did a good job too of all the crazy shit she was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, Chloe Coleman. Yes. Yeah, I I don't recognize her from anything, but I don't uh, yeah. yeah, she did a great job for yeah how much she was needed in a movie yeah um my only complaint about this movie is i feel like not that it was a huge problem but it i guess bothered me that the trailer represented the plot differently than what it actually ended up being yeah and i think because it threw me off it took me out you're like disoriented of it yeah yeah i agree otherwise it's a fine story the the plot points Makes sense. It's very obvious why they tied it in differently than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Based off the trailer. Yeah. 
I don't think it was as funny as I was hoping it was going to be. Yeah. But it was good enough to say that I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was like silly funny. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't. There were no like deep belly laughs. But I've, like, been, I've been saying this a lot. It it's a streaming service movie. Like a new, I think we're getting a new movie tier. Yeah. Which is the streaming. Yeah. You know, it's whether not, that's it's not a TV movie, it's not a theater movie, but it's a streaming service. Yeah. Movie. I, I don't know. If that's gonna replace the middle tier theater movies yeah. at some point, but like it just feels like you watch this movie and go, yeah, this looks like it's. Good enough for streaming, but not good enough for theaters. So yeah. I, I kind of wonder if going straight to Amazon Prime was a move because they were worried about the film's box office numbers or if it was really just straight about quarantine issues and limitations. Yeah. Because it was early on that they, they shifted it, I think. It was. Because they um, were supposed to come out like April something, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's in a previous episode. You can go back and find that. <laughs> Yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, it, yeah. it got the job done. Yeah. I think it was much better than Lovebirds, Agreed. which I think is like a comparable movie yeah. to this. Yeah, I agree I with both of those statements. Um, I am going to give it three spies. I'll give it four. I I appreciate Dave Bautista's performance in this. Like, Obviously, he didn't do like a whole lot of Oscar worthy stuff but yeah, like he yeah. didn't need to right and i think it does show that he's really grown as an actor mm-hmm. uh and it's just again good to see him in the leading role yeah so i'll give it four i think it was a decent movie okay cool well that's gonna do it for this week's tv and movies episode don't forget to check us out on facebook our group is called dissecting this fiction podcast you can interact with us all week long don't forget to rate or or review us or subscribe on your favorite podcast service. We would really appreciate any reviews or direct feedback to learn how we're doing. You can send us an email directly at dtfpod at gmail.com. You can send us suggestions or feedback or content requests, any of the above, or something else. You name it. Uh, We would love to hear from you. You can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Steven on social media. At ClassyCatDad on Instagram and Twitter. Bye bye <laughs>